0: What do you say to, to them to come to see
1: you? Come to see It's going to be a great
0: night of, uh, of WWE and wrestling entertainment. Um, and hopefully this is the first time of many times that the Gypsy King comes to Saudi Arabia because who knows next year may he even fight Deontay Wilder back here in Saudi Arabia. It's becoming a sporting hub capital of the world. Thank you. So Welcome we'll here the Thank you very much. Thank you. I need uh, tell me about your feeling about the coming. Everybody waiting here uh, to see you here. Yes, it's a fantastic uh, stadium. Beautiful, massive. The people are all very welcoming, and I'm very happy to be here in Saudi Arabia. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Right yeah. sorry. sorry, Mansoor. Okay. Yeah. Right here. You got to translate. <laughs> okay, step. Sorry. You got to translate. Okay. <laughs> first, welcome to Saudi Arabia. And uh, what's the first version on Riyadh? Great place. got in last night late, got me very welcome in the air. I hope you're all خصوصا انه هو في ذلك ما بوصولنا الى امس واحطط وقت ايضا وانا مسرور جدا Now step on the scale for the official weigh-in, and the Gypsy King's official weight is 260 pounds for the 6'9 Tyson Fury. So Eddie Hearn has done several interviews recently where he's been talking about the possibility of doing an all-heavyweight show in the UK in February next year. Now that is a good idea if ever I've heard one. The heavyweight division is popping right now, and an all-heavyweight show would go down very well with the public, particularly in the UK. And given the fact that Eddie Hearn has a large heavyweight stable now, there are some very interesting matchups that could be made for that card. So in this TalkSport article, they've spoken about the potential of Dylan White, Derek Chisora, and Usek featuring on the card. Well, you could have Dylan White versus, I don't know, Hergovic. You could have Chisora versus Parker. You could have Usek versus Bicoli. Uh, You could have, who else on there? Michael Hunter, Alexander Povetkin. Uh, there's, there's a whole heap of heavyweight fights you could make, mix and match, and have whoever you want versus whoever else you want. So, yeah, very good idea. I hope it happens. It'll be pay-per-view, of course. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people are going to moan, but that's the world we live in today, the boxing world. I'll ha- happily pay, as long as there are good matches on there. With so many uh, potential fights, you know, good heavyweight fights, putting them all on one card, there is always the risk that one or more of the fighters gets injured and has to pull out. So we have to bear that in mind. It seems with heavyweight boxing more so than other divisions, there's a lot of cancellations and pullouts. So we have to bear that in mind. But given the high profile nature that this show could potentially attain, it's probably less likely the fighters would pull out of this show with a fake injury, let's say, Because fighters are going to pull out with real injuries. That happens. But in terms of them pulling out with a fake injury and taking an offer elsewhere, I would imagine that's probably less likely to happen with a show like this because of the fact that this show is going to draw so much interest. They're probably going to generate a lot of money. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope Eddie Hearn follows through with these plans and makes it happen. An all-heavyweight show in February would be Fantastic. <laughs> so let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. Which matchups would you like to see? Again, just going off the top of my head, Chizora versus Parker, I think, is the fight to make probably for Chizora uh, next. Although, you know, I-, I i can see why Eddie Hearn and David Hay, et want to go for that fight. But are there easier fights out there for Chizora by way of top 10 opponents? Yes, there are. But the fact that he's already got this association with Joseph Parker because he was going to fight him the other week or the other weekend, um, I could see why they want to revisit that. So Chisora Parker, Dylan White, it would be probably his first fight back. They're still talking about him maybe fighting in December on the Saudi card, but failing that, this may be Dylan White's uh, comeback fight after his hiatus. Would he step in there against a real live opponent? We know he's not going to get a WBC title shot anytime soon. So maybe they could make a final eliminator for one of the other belts. Would it be Dylan White versus Bacoli, Dylan White versus Hergovic? Dylan White versus Michael Hunter? And you take your pick. Dylan White versus Usek. Who knows? And who could you match Usek with same way? So give me your ideas in the comment section below, people. It's happening. I'm out. Leftovers. Tyson Fury accuses Anthony Joshua of copying him by fighting in Saudi Arabia just five weeks after his WWE appearance. (laughs) Comical stuff by the Gypsy King. Now, any of you who have an ounce of common sense and objectivity and two eyes in in your head that work and two ears that work, you will know that Tyson Fury can be a very manipulative individual. He tries to manipulate the public and lead them astray oftentimes. And this is a perfect example of it. He says that Anthony Joshua is copying him by fighting in Saudi. uh, And he's the one doing it first. Well, we all know that the AJ Ruiz fight was signed before Tyson Fury did his WWE deal to fight Braun Strowman in Saudi Arabia. But yet Tyson Fury is trying to lead people who haven't done the research and don't know the fact that, you know, AJ Ruiz who signed prior to the Fury's WWE deal. He's trying to lead those people astray. The average Joe in the street, the casuals who don't know any better. Tyson Fury knows what he's doing here. (laughs) So just another example of the way he does that. He does it with a whole lineal business saying that his lineage goes back to John L. Sullivan when it doesn't, he only goes back to Vladimir Klitschko. Um, He's done it. There's there's so many examples I'll be here all day. Just go through uh, my Tyson Fury videos on my channel. Again, Tyson Fury is a fantastic talent. He's one of the best heavyweights in the world. He might be the best heavyweight in the world. If we see him fight the likes of AJ, Ruiz, Alexander Usek, Dylan White, Deontay Wilder again. If he was to fight all these top guys, maybe we'll find out whether he actually is for sure the best of the best. But he's certainly one of them. Fantastic talent, very mentally strong individual, but he's a flawed person, just like we all are. And one of Tyson Fury's uh flaws, if you want to call it that, <laughs> In fact, some people wouldn't even say it's a flaw, but one of the less desirable character traits that he has is this, uh, willingness to deceive people and manipulate the public. We see it from him time and time again. So let me know what you guys think in the comment section below about this, him claiming that AJ is copying him by fighting in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) You really got to laugh. Let me know what you think, people. What's happening? I'm out. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about £2 a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalogue of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app from the Google Play Store or the App Store for free. The Patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in MP3. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content. It's easy to sign up, there's no contract and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on Patreon today. In this interview right here, which Tyson Fury did a couple days ago on the Sky Sports Boxing YouTube channel, he's asked about a potential fight between himself and Anthony Joshua. And he lists two requirements for that fight to happen anytime soon. The first requirement is that AJ beats Ruiz in the rematch, and that's fair enough. There's absolutely no reason for Tyson Fury to fight AJ anytime soon if he loses to Ruiz again. So no problem with that. But the second requirement or demand that Tyson Fury had for an AJ fight is that it takes place in the United States. Now that is absolutely bizarre because it makes no sense on any level no matter which way you look at it. AJ versus Fury would be massive in the UK. It will probably break all previous pay-per-view records. Both guys would make an absolute ton of money, it would be an enormous event. In the United States, Fury is building a fan base, but he's not exactly a household name in the United States. Let's not get it twisted. He's doing well being in WWE and he's getting himself around. So he's building his profile nicely. And he's certainly a bigger name in the US, I would have thought, than Anthony Joshua is. But nonetheless, he's still not a household name. Joshua was certainly not a household name in the US. So what would AJ Fury really do? Two British fighters fighting in America. What would that really do on pay-per-view in the United States on ESPN? How many subscriptions would it really drive for the zone in the US? I mean, it would drive some. It would get some pay-per-view buys on ESPN in uh, America, but it wouldn't do anything close to what it could do in the UK. So a very strange demand by Tyson Fury, even more strange when you consider the fact that prior to getting cut in his fight against Otto Wallen last time out, he had said publicly that he was planning to fight in the UK in December, a homecoming fight. But yet in this interview, he says all his fights going forward have got to be In the United States? Is there some kind of contractual obligation to ESPN and Top Rank that precludes him from fighting in the UK because he was, you know, saying that he was going to fight in the UK in December? Perhaps it's the addition of the WWE contract, which has just made it unrealistic for him to fight in the UK in 2020. At the end of the day, we are dealing with Tyson Fury and his views are often contradict you know he what he'll say one thing one day and then contradict to the next day. in fact, sometimes he contradicts himself within the same sentence frequently, never mind sometimes. <clears throat> so we have to bear that in mind that we have to take a lot of what he says with a a large grain of salt. But again, let me know what you guys think of this in the comments section below. Is Tyson Fury? trying to freeze Anthony Joshua out? Does he have an issue with Joshua and Hearn? And has he been directed to do this by ESPN and Bob Aram? Or is it him doing it of his own volition? Or is he simply contractually precluded from fighting in the UK against Anthony Joshua? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's disappointing to hear, irrespective of what the reason, in it, the reason is behind it. It's disappointing because as a boxing fan, you want to see AJ versus Fury. I think the strategy moving forward for Anthony Joshua and Eddie Hearn, if AJ beats Ruiz in a rematch, and that's a big if, because there's a very good chance AJ gets smoked again in the rematch. But if he somehow comes through, I think the strategy moving forward would probably be to dig their heels in, in the UK, and build up what they once had in the UK, where they were filling out stadiums and all this kind of stuff. And try and gold Tyson Fury. Try and use the British public to shame Tyson Fury into taking a showdown against AJ at Wembley, etc. That's the you know the, the strategy that AJ and Eddie Hearn would probably try to go for. So we'll see what happens. I hope that when these guys are still in their prime, Tyson Fury and AJ, that they do fight each other. I think that Fury and, and AJ or who, whoever is uh, in control of making this fight happen or, or blocking this fight, they will be doing the fans a disservice if we don't get to see AJ and Fury fight each other in their primes. So let's see what happens here, people. Drop your comments in the comment section below and let me know how you feel. It's happening, i Tyson Fury claims he's gonna have a maximum of three more fights and then retire. Now, this is not the first time that Tyson Fury has said something like this. He said something similar at least once before, and it must have been, what, six months, a year ago that he said it before, that he'd only have three more fights. So if he said it six months ago, that he was only gonna have three more fights, then that means he's adding an extra fight on. because six months ago he was saying this. Now he's saying, or however many months ago it was, it was several months ago. And now he's still saying it's three fights. Well, after his next fight, is he still going to say it's three more fights? You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, you have to take what Tyson Fury says with a pinch of salt, but at the same time, not everything he says is going to be a distraction or misinformation or just a flat out lie. Sometimes he's going to be telling the truth and sometimes he's going to be serious. Is this an indication that Tyson Fury is falling out of love with boxing again? He's kind of tired of it already after his comeback. Who knows? But a rematch with Deontay Wilder at this point still seems likely. And depending on how that fight goes, it might influence Tyson Fury's decision one way or the other in terms of how many more fights he wants to have. Tyson Fury himself says he can't predict how he's going to feel from day to day. Some days he wakes up and he feels like quitting boxing now. Other days he wakes up and feels like he can break Joe Lewis's record. So in this sonnet of you here, he says, I don't think I will have many more fights, maybe another free maximum, that's it. I don't know what Klitschko's motivation was I think I am coming to the tail end of my boxing career at the ripe old age of 31. It's a young man's game. I've had my time in the sun. A few more fights and I will relax on a beach somewhere. Yeah, I mean, look. If Tyson Fury decides to step away from boxing, more power to him. Even though I would like to see Tyson Fury in certain fights. uh, Ruiz, AJ, Usyk. So many great fights out there for Tyson Fury and, of course, the Wilder rematch. If he decides that, you know what? I've made enough money and I want to sail off into the sunset. This is a dangerous sport. It's a young man's game and I'm going to get out while I'm still at the top. I'll respect that decision. Yeah, I'm certainly not going to be, you know, holding it against him or, you know, having a grudge against Tyson Fury because he decides to step away. I would prefer that he didn't. I prefer that he fought the, uh, the best fighters in the heavyweight division right now who he hasn't faced yet. Yeah. But this is, as I keep saying, a dangerous sport. And, um, that's why I'm pro fighter when it comes to what goes on in the ring, when fighters decide to retire and what have you, as long as this retirement business by Tyson Fury, isn't some kind of Floyd Mayweather type ploy. Because, you know, Mayweather would retire, quote unquote, when he didn't want certain fights. And then when he saw somebody look weak, or he saw an opportunity against someone who looked vulnerable, oh, now I'm going to come back out of retirement and (laughs) and pick and choose my battles very carefully. And look, Floyd Mayweather was a great fighter, but he was also... A great strategist he didn't just take on all comers and everybody who was around during his era who was at the top no he didn't do that he picked his battles very carefully and although that's smart from a business perspective it's very frustrating watching a guy do that when you're a boxing fan and just you just want to see floyd fight the best all the time hopefully tyson fury isn't trying to do something like that retire wait until These guys have beat each other up. Now I'm going to come out and fight whoever's left standing. I I don't want to see nothing like that. (laughs) Okay. I want to see it like it was in the 1970s where everybody's fighting each other. Uh, You know, most guys are fighting each other in their prime, like Foreman and Norton, Foreman and uh, Joe Frazier, Ali. And well, Ali wasn't really in his prime in the 70s, but still you get the point I'm making. So, yeah. Tyson Fury says only three more fights. And who will those three more fights be against? One of them probably Wilder. The other two, the winner of Joshua Ruiz. Well, if it's Ruiz, maybe. But would Al Heyman allow Ruiz to fight Tyson Fury anytime soon? Surely he would have Ruiz fight uh, Deontay Wilder for the Undisputed. And whoever the undisputed champion is out of that fight, again, would he have Tyson Fury fight him? Tyson Fury could take all them belts in one night and he's with one of Al Heyman's rivals. So who are those three fights gonna be against or is it all just nonsense and is he gonna have way more than three fights? Let me know what you guys think in the comment section below. It's happening, I'm out. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about two pounds a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalog of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. You can listen on your computer or on your smartphone or tablet by downloading the Patreon app the google play store or the app store for free the patreon app also allows you to download each podcast in mp3 for less than the price of a cup of coffee you get access to dozens of hours of exclusive content it's easy to sign up there's no contract and you can cancel at any time so come and join our community of free and critical thinkers by signing up with me here on patreon today